the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, we shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father and our King, we love you. What an honor it is to have a relationship with the living God. Lord, you have given us so much, including tremendous authority in this world. I pray that we will be able to use the authority that you've given us, that we will appropriate it in our lives and for the good of the body, So, Lord, pour out your Spirit on this teaching. And as we talk about prayer and fasting over the next few weeks, Lord, let it be something that will energize us with our relationship with you and our ability to see amazing signs and wonders and miracles. So we bless you, we thank you, honor you, and praise you. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, recently, we, as I mentioned last week, we've had some wonderful worship services, but even better, we saw two Jewish women come to know the Lord. And I would just say to you, you you know, those of you especially who have heard me for a while, uh, we'd love to see you bring your Jewish friends to one of our four locations we have a strong hunger to see them come to know Yeshua as their Messiah. Do you have that same hunger? Well, why don't you take a field trip with them on Friday night or Saturday? Yeah, Check our website to see which uh, location has which services at what time. But, um, you know, we have congregations in St. Pete and South Tampa and Riverview and Wesley Chapel. So, I pray you're going to join us, and and we love visitors. And obviously, since we meet on Fridays and Saturdays, you don't have to miss your church service. So for more information, check out our website. It's Shoresh, S-H-O-R-E-S-H, David, or ShoreshDavid.org, or call Karen, of course, at 813 831 
1-800-273-5673. Over the next few weeks, I'd like to talk about prayer and fasting. I've really been touched recently with the book I read and just other things that are going on. I have a renewed hunger to see those signs and wonders and miracles happening. And and Lord knows, if, if your life is anything like mine, you need to see some signs and wonders and miracles happening. And and we are not to get discouraged. So I, I'm today I want to talk about, uh, I, I want to lay down the groundwork, the foundation uh, for these next few weeks. And I want to talk about authority. Because God has given you and me authority. And I want you to know after this particular segment that uh, it's, it's the reason that we can pray in faith. Because God has given us authority. If you don't believe he's given you th- authority, I don't even know how you pray. Authority means the right to command and enforce in obedience. And so we are not commanding God. We're commanding the things in the name of Yeshua to change. And, and through that prayer, God works in, in just amazing ways. We Look, when we're talking about authority, the first thing I think of is people who are in authority. So in Romans 13, 1, let every person submit himself to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. And those that exist are put in place by God. So whoever opposes the authority has resisted God's direction, and those who have resisted will bring judgment on themselves. Pretty strong words in Romans 13, wouldn't you say? God is the only real authority, and it's through him that we get any kind of authority. And we are not to resist those authorities over us. It would be like resisting God's direction. That's how I see this scripture. So God has appointed lesser authorities in the world. So parents, as an example, have authority over their children. Husbands have authority over their wives. Kings uh, over their subjects. Governing officials uh, over their citizens. Leaders of the in the believing world have authority over the followers. Uh, and, and we see this in scriptures in Ephesians, Romans, Timothy, and Acts. Um, these are all important concepts. Most people won't give us too much of an argument, who are believers, about the authority of, of parents and government officials, though they might feel a little more uh, queasy about the whole husband and wife thing. But that's that's another teaching. But there are authorities, and I believe that some believers who say they're believers, don't understand that we have been given authority over demons and sickness and all other things. You know, I was looking on the Internet the other day, and I came to a a popular Christian Internet site. You know, nothing crazy. In fact, it's one I like to use. I won't mention it. And this is what it said. Some Christians get mixed up about the authority of the believer because they take verses out of context. 
Matthew 10.1, for example, says Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. Some people claim authority over demons and sickness based on this verse, conveniently overlooking that Jesus was speaking to a particular group of people, his 12 disciples, for a particular time of ministry. Now, hold it a second. Whoa! Does this mean that because the Hebrew Scriptures were written to the Israelites, that nothing in there is for you and me? Or is it only for Jewish people? So when we say no weapon formed against us will prosper, that's really we're talking about just for Jewish people? Oh, that... That really disturbed me. I mean, that really disturbed me. And then others errantly, I'm going back to this article, others errantly claim to possess apostolic gifts and therefore profess to have the same authority as Peter or Paul. You betcha. (laughs) Yeah. Put me in that group, except I don't know anywhere in Scripture where it talks about apostolic gifts when it mentions the gifts. But this is something that people think that Peter and Paul had more authority than you and I do. Or because they were starting the the church, that they needed certain gifts, and we don't need them anymore. Hey, we have to talk to the rest of the world. I think we need all the gifts. I mean, really. Some people claim authority. I'm back to the article again. Some people claim authority for the believer based on the Old Testament promises to Joshua in Joshua 1 3, Gideon, Judges 6 23, or Israel, Deuteronomy 8 18, Malachi 3 verse 10. Again, taking verses out of context. Others claim authority based on. Mark 16 and 17 and 18, even though that portion of Mark's gospel is a late addition to the book and not original. Okay. As far as I know, late additions to the book that we call the Bible are still good. And if I got it right, 2 Timothy, which we'll look at in a second, says all scripture is inspired by God. So it's either in the Bible or not in the Bible. I I just can't believe such a good website is so blinded by, in my opinion, a religious ideology. You know, once you believe something, you have to get scriptures to back it up. Instead of going to scriptures and let your ideology and your understanding flow because of the scriptures you read. This is a very serious issue in the body of believers, and we really have to look at how we look at scripture and read scripture. I mean, should we get rid of the Ten Commandments? Is it only for Israel? Or or Malachi 3, which was mentioned? Is that only for Israel to tithe? I bet a bunch of pastors wouldn't like that. (laughs) Okay, 
And 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is inspired by God and useful for teaching, for reproof, for restoration, for training in righteousness, so that the person belonging to God may be capable, fully equipped for every good deed. If we have no authority in the name of Yeshua, why pray? Look, let's see where we got authority from, right? Let's start from the beginning. Genesis one twenty six. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Was he talking just about Jewish people? Of course, there weren't any Jewish people then because we'd have to wait for Abraham, right? But at any rate, let them rule over the fish in the sea. Rule. Let them rule. That means we have authority over the fish of the sea and the creatures in the sky and and the livestock and the whole earth and over every crawling creature that crawls on the land. God created humankind in his image, in the image of God. He created a man, male and female. He created them. God blessed them. God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Oh, maybe we shouldn't have children. Okay, I'm getting a little silly, but I... I just don't understand this. God is telling us in his word that we have authority. He says, rule over the fish of the sea, rule over the flying creatures, rule over every animal that crawls. I mean, then he says, I I have given you in verse 29 of um, Genesis 1, Uh, I have just given you every green plant yielding seed that is on the surface of the whole land and every tree which has the fruit of the tree yielding seed. They are to be food for you. Also, every wild animal, every flying creature, and so on. And so God saw everything that he made, and behold, it was good. So the evening and there was morning the sixth day. So on the sixth day, God gave us great authority over animals and land. He gave us authority to, and the ability to have children. And and this understanding is really repeated all through Scripture. I mean, we see, let, let's take an example of Psalm 8. When I consider your, uh, this is verse 4, when I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you established, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you care for him? Yet, You made him a little lower than the angels and crowned him with glory and majesty. So when when God crowns us with glory and majesty, he has given us authority. And then it says in verse 7, you gave man dominion over the works of your hands. You put all things under their feet. Isn't this authority? Doesn't it sound like authority? God cares for man. And when I say man, I'm talking about men and women. Crowned man with glory and majesty, dominion of the works of God's hand, and everything at his feet, everything, all. And you know the famous question, how do you interpret all? Right. Okay. Just as it has taken us years to figure out the wheel to harness energy uh, and, and more, I think, spiritually, there's a lot of stuff we're still trying to figure out. And, and the fact is, just because you don't see something happen doesn't mean it's, it, it's, it's not real. I, I mean, look, so 
in in the first century at the time of Yeshua, was there electricity? Of course not. But electricity was available to them if they knew how to harness it, right? So they probably, if you would have told them about electricity, they would have said, oh, that doesn't exist. Well, right. And it's the same thing with signs and wonders and miracles. Just because you don't see every sign, every wonder, every miracle that you pray for, it doesn't mean that you should stop or that it doesn't exist. If we didn't have to struggle and everything we prayed for we received immediately, we'd be filled with pride. We'd be a fallen angel in a second. (laughs) We would think we were God. Though we have received an amazing amount of authority in God's economy, we will not be able to use that authority without a godly attitude. It didn't take Adam long, who had lots of authority, to lose his authority, did it? Right. So in Luke 17.10, so you too, when you've done everything you are commanded, say, we are unworthy slaves, we have done only what we're supposed to do. And and that's really what the attitude we're supposed to have. We are to be totally dependent on God. We are unworthy slaves. And when we understand that, we then have the authority that he's given us. When we don't understand it, we lose much of that authority. I know it doesn't make much sense that we have to lose our lives in order to gain it, but do we know a scripture like that? How about Matthew 10, 38? And whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me isn't worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. He who receives you receives me, and he who receives me receives the one who has sent me. Even after telling us we have to lose our life, he is encouraging us and says we have authority because of our representing Yeshua. Yeshua is in us. Yes. Am I irritated when I pray for something and nothing happens? Yes. But God doesn't care whether I'm irritated or not. He just says, do it, and do it in faith, and believe. And I go, okay, Lord. And and that's all you can do. Look, in Philippians 3.20, it says we're we're citizens in heaven. Uh, We have authority. We represent the Lord. Yeshua says that if we trust Yeshua, we'll do greater things than Yeshua. The verses before give us an understanding that the disciples had not understood Yeshua. Let me read it to you in John 14, 9. Yeshua said to him, Have I been with you for so long a time, and you haven't come to know me, Philip? And I feel like that's kind of what God's saying to us. (laughs) I've been with you. You've been believers for so many years. How is it that you don't really know me? And and so John 14, 12 says, Amen, I tell you, he who puts his trust in me, in Yeshua, the works that I do, he will do, and greater than these he will do, because I am going to the Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, so that the Father 
may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Yeshua gave us authority to ask in his name. Now, I can't explain why sometimes things don't happen. In fact, most of the time when I pray, I don't see people healed immediately or maybe even healed later. And one day I'll be asked, I'll be able to ask the Lord, what's up with this? <laughs> but until then, I just got to follow him. I've got to do what he says. And, and that's what, isn't that the definition in, in a practical term of faith? That you don't see something, but you do it anyway because you know God is real and his word is real and you've got to follow it. Matthew twenty-eight seventeen. when they saw him, they worshiped, but some wavered. So they actually saw Yeshua and they wavered. Verse 18, and Yeshua came up to them and spoke to them saying, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples. So look, if all authority has been given to him and he's giving us a, a authority to make disciples, he's also, I'm sure, giving us authority to heal the sick and 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 pray for people because that will bring him the glory. And that's why one of the reasons people will accept Yeshua as Messiah. In verse Matthew 10, 8, it says, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those with leprosy, drive out demons, freely you have received, freely give. So we put this in scripture and it's not for us. It's only for the 12 disciples or the 70 disciples. Does this sound like it's only for them when it says freely you receive, freely give? Have we not also received freely? Okay. Luke ten one. Now after these things, the Lord assigned 70 others and sent them out two by twos uh, before him into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And then in Luke ten seventeen, the 70 returned with joy, saying, Master, even the demons submit to us in your name. They're shocked. Now, is that just for them? Or Acts 3, 6, where Peter says, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you in the name of Yeshua, the Messiah of Nazareth. Get up and walk. Look, spiritual authority is accessed by faith. It says in Matthew 17, 19, then the disciples came to Yeshua in private and said, why couldn't we drive it out? And he said to them, because you trust so little. Amen. I tell you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you'll be able to say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. So I believe the Bible is the truth. I believe Yeshua is the Messiah. I believe Yeshua has given me authority when I use his name, when I depend on him, when I resist pride and stay humble, and when I have faith that Yeshua gave authority to me. So, Lord, allow me to walk in that authority. Allow me to have confidence in you. Allow me to use authority to further your kingdom for your glory. Well, next week we will continue this area of, of, of authority, but talking about prayer and, and fasting. If you feel this program has been valuable to you, please support it financially. Please uh, 
Call Karen, 813-831-5673, or you can hit the donate button at our website, heartofmessiah.org. Our website, you can listen to past shows, you can um, that would be great. And as I said, we'd love to see visitors, especially you bringing some of your Jewish friends, right? We have congregations in St. Pete, South Tampa, Riverview, Wesley Chapel on Friday nights and Saturdays. Please come bring people. If you want to reach me with comments or questions, email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. May the Lord be your first priority, and may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Would you join me in prayer? Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.